Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 15th of April. India registered 949 COVID-19 cases and 6 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, with 11,191 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5,21,000. The active cases comprise 0.03% of the total infections in the country, while the recovery rate remains at 98.76%. So far, India has administered 186 crore COVID-19 vaccinations. 84.1 crore people in India are fully vaccinated as of today. China reported more than 3,400 positive and 20,700 asymptomatic COVID cases today, PTI reported. A majority of these cases have been reported from financial capital Shanghai, where cases remain the highest compared to the rest of the country. The city has been under lockdown for the past two weeks. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 500 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.1 million, according to the WHO. Karnataka Rural Development and Panchayat Raj Minister K.S. Ishwarappa will hand over his resignation today, the Indian Express reported. The resignation comes after several Congress leaders held protests, demanding that Ishwarappa be removed after he was linked to the recent death of Karnataka contractor Santosh Patil. Patil was found dead in a hotel room on April 12. In a suicide note, Patil had held Ishwarappa directly responsible for his death. Patil's brother has since alleged that he had carried out work worth rupees 4 crores, which the government had not paid him for. Earlier today, Chief Minister Baswaraj Bomai attacked the Congress again and said that there was no need for the opposition party to investigate or judge the case, Hindustan Times reported. This came after several Congress leaders, including D.K. Shivakumar, held an overnight protest on the issue at the Vidhan Sauda. According to ANI, Bomai said, and I quote, Ishwarappa has decided to resign on his own and will tender his resignation today evening. No need for the opposition to become an investigation officer or judge as everything will come out after the probe. Unquote. Days after the Ram Navmi clash at the Jawaharlal Nehru University, a right-wing fringe group Hindu Sena put up saffron flags and posters which read Bhagwa JNU near the main gate today, the Indian Express reported. According to the Indian Express, the national president of Hindu Sena, Vishnu Gupta, said, and I quote, Inside the JNU campus, Saffron and Hindutva are constantly being insulted. This is unfortunate and wrong. We saw this on Ram Navmi too. The people of the country should not have any objection to Saffron because the Supreme Court has also said that Hindu is our culture and it is our duty to safeguard it. Those who are troubled by this are anti-nationals. If someone has a problem with India's culture, then he can leave the country." Unquote. Soon after they were put up, Delhi police took action and removed the flags and posters. In reaction to this, Gupta said that by removing the flags, the police disrespected the constitution. In a statement, DCP Southwest Manoj C. said that legal action was being taken. He said, and I quote, Today morning it came to our notice that a few flags and banners were put up in the adjoining areas of JNU. In view of the recent incidents, these were promptly removed and suitable legal action is being taken." Unquote. Listeners, on the evening of April 10, 
Six students were injured as members of left groups and the RSS students' outfit ABVP clashed on the Jawaharlal Nehru University campus. While the latter alleged Ram Navmi celebrations were obstructed, the former said it was the ABVP that initiated the violence over serving of non-vegetarian food inside Kaveri Hostel. My colleague Lasya Shekhar visited the campus to get a sense of what transpired on that evening. You can read her report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Recalling Events That Led to JNU Brawl Over Non-Veg Food Ram Navmi Puja. The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this, without any pressure from political parties or corporations, is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription starts as low as Rs 300 only. A blast caused by an improvised explosive device partially damaged a culvert in Sukma, Chhattisgarh today. The IED was allegedly triggered by Maoists, the Indian Express reported. According to the police, the culvert, which was situated on the Injaram Bheji axis, was blown up by Maoists to damage the only motorable road connecting Bheji. Inspector General of Police of Bastar Range, P. Sundaraj, said, and I quote, Though the structure could not be blown off completely, serious damage was inflicted, affecting public transport. Unquote. The Injaram Bheji axis is considered important for security forces, according to the Indian Express. In another incident, which happened in the early hours of today, there was an exchange of fire between a Cobra battalion and alleged Maoists in Potakpalli village where the battalion had been conducting search operations. Security personnel had information that the Maoists were gathering in the jungles and hence a search operation was on. We are still searching the jungles for the items left behind by the Maoists. Unquote. The Russian Defense Ministry has claimed that it has conducted missile strikes targeting Ukraine's capital, Kyiv, BBC reported. Earlier today, powerful explosions were reportedly heard in the capital and other cities such as Kharkiv and Kherson. This comes after Ukraine claimed responsibility for striking Russia's Soviet-era missile cruiser, Moskva. Russia has been concentrating its military operations in the east of Ukraine, seeking to take control of the port city of Mariupol. On the other hand, the United Nations General Assembly is slated to hold another vote next week. The resolution will seek to pin down Russia's use of the veto power. So far, India has abstained from voting on similar resolutions which have been held since the start of the Ukraine-Russia war. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.